and welcome back to another episode of the Wire Fantasy Football Podcast. Alex, Ty, what's up? Hey, it's still funny. I'm sorry. This is the third time. This is the third time. I feel like you're going to start singing Queen. We're rolling with this, so go. Do your intro. (laughs) All right, guys. So uh, this episode, we're going to jump in. We're going to do a three-round redraft, uh, crystal ball draft, however you want to word it. Uh, Break down what we think would be the best optimal lineups. Um, Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the wire. D. Griffin. This the wire, serving up a hot take Around the league, serving jams like a hot plate Who's the flex, first pick, rounds four to eight Trading with the base, that's Superman, we need a cake This that fantasy, see who get the glory Who's gonna stay up in they lane talking Tory Who's gonna ride up on the train, where the hype at Yeah, you wanna start them, but matches, you might not like that Three tutties next week, man, he's double covered Takes on a hundred coming out the oven. Tim and Todd, they the guys, know you gotta love them. Take your pick, do it quick, they on fire. The wire. Alright, guys. So, like I said in the intro, we're gonna break down, do a three-round draft. Um, each of us is gonna take four teams, we're gonna do a 12 round. 12 team draft. Let's jump into it. And just, yeah, to, so, just to preface this real quick, um, this is going to be a, like Tyler said, crystal ball draft. So we're going to look at what's happened so far this season. We're going we're gonna to go back in time. We're going to know the future and we're going to draft our teams. Uh, Tim, you're still going to have a really bad team somehow, even with your crystal ball. I expect to walk out of this the draft. The entire team's going to get hurt rest of the season. Just That's so right. Yeah. <laughs> his, whole, his whole crystal ball team is still going to be hurt. Yeah, all four of them. So, yeah, that's actually probably what's going to happen. So if I draft somebody on my team, um, pick up their handcuff, pick up their backup, because they're going to get hurt. Uh, but, yeah, so <laughs> you know, the way this ep- the episode is going to work is we're going to draft guys, and we're not going to draft Saquon Barkley um, because we, we're acting as if we know preseason uh, what's going to happen. So, obviously, Barkley tears his ACL. He's out for the year. Uh, so he obviously would not be drafted. You might draft him, but no. Uh, well, he might still get Tyler ten a week, so he might. But mm. uh, I get the first pick of the draft. I'm going with Dalvin Cook. Ooh, big surprise there! Why'd you choose him? Because he's been the best running back of the season. He's been the most productive. He's been um, the most consistent as well. It's already my turn, and I'm already tilting because. There are two backs here that I would really like to have. Um, but it's full PPR. I'm already tilting. Already tilting. There's no money on it. Just pick somebody. I'm going to, but I'm taking this very seriously. Team number two will start their draft with Alvin Kamara. Full PPR. I know Taysom Hill comes in and kind of ruins his value a little bit, but um, I think, he, I think he's, he's okay rest of the season. And and he did great throughout the season. So, Tyler, you're up third. I'm shocked right now. I thought for sure your first pick of the draft was going to be Gibson. It or should Will be. Moore. He's a top five. <laughs> he's a top six running back. And just so oh. you guys all know, Alex is a fifth. He has team five. Um, he's going to go Matt Sta- uh, Antonio Gibson, Will Fuller, Matt Stafford 
because he has those three <laughs> in every one of his leagues. If they fall to me, I might. Yeah. I promise you he's going to be there at five. Uh, Ty, who do you got at three? Three, I think this is an easy one. You got to go Henry here. Yeah, I was between Kamara and Henry, obviously. Um, yeah, I, I mean, those Kamara those top enough. three were, were quite easy for me. I, I You got to go running backs early. There's not, not a surplus of them. You got to do it. Yeah, uh, here I'm going to go Aaron Jones at the fourth pick. Ooh. He, he missed two games, so his total points is going to be a little bit lower, but he is still averaging 20 PPR points a week. Yep, I like that pick. Um, I'm going to grab the first receiver here. I'm going Tyreek Hill. He's been consistent. He's getting, getting work every single week from Patrick Mahomes, and he just put up a ridiculous 250-yard game to steal my win to make it to the playoffs. So I'm taking Tyreek Hill um, at pick ahead of any other wide receiver at this point. I'm very, 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 very surprised by that. In really? two more, in two less games, Devontae Adams has eight more points. Yeah, but that's the thing. It, that's the thing. You miss two games with Adams. You don't have them. Yeah. I get the consistency with Hill where week in and week out. I mean, To be honest, seen, I was hoping that you were going to take Adams so I could take Hill next round here too. The only uh, bad week Hill has had is against the Bills, and he went, you know, he went through for twenty, which wasn't very good. But he caught all of his. Pa- I think that was a weather game too. It was. Um, yeah, yeah, every single week he's well over double digit points with touchdowns, yards, catches. So Harry Kill is the number one receiver this year for me. Okay, Ty, who do you got at six? Yeah, so in that spot, I got to go Adams now. Um, yeah, so just so everybody knows, uh, really quick, and I'll, sorry, Ty, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no. Um, we're doing twelve teams, so it's not like I have. Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones out of team world doing a three-team draft. I'm responsible for teams one, four, seven, and ten. And then Alex has two, five, eight, and eleven, and Tyler has the other four teams. Just so that there's a you know an even amount of teams and stuff like that. But and uh, I think we'll have a visual. Yeah, we will. Do we have a graphic designer who can make us a visual? We might be able to find one of those laying around. I'm not paying, said graphic designer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Tyler, you want to explain your Adams pick? Um, so I, I think we kind of already did. He's obviously the uh, he's not the wide receiver one on the year right now after Hills monster year, but he's just been outstanding. He's peppered with targets, touchdowns, more than you can handle. He's to me the best wide receiver in in the league right now. But I, I get out the wide receiver one. Oh no no, that's <laughs> we're not going to go down that route right now. But oh, boy. Yeah, I just want to hear Tyler say he's making stuff up on the episode. But uh, <laughs> here, I'm going to surprise some people. This guy went undrafted in every single league. I'm going James Robinson. Oh. Yeah, I, mean, I had a feeling you were going there. He, he's averaging 17.5 points per week. He's been the model of consistency. And I don't even think I've seen him celebrate something yet this year. He's the ultimate player to root for. And he's the running back four on the year. Yep. I was surprised that you took uh, Jones over him, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I think J- Jones has been just so electric, but uh, yeah. Yeah. For me at this pick eight, still a lot of receivers left that I want to grab, but I have faith that it will fall to one of my other teams here. Um, so, well, you're just drafting for team eight right now. What, right. You, right. Well, but I, I would have faith in a real draft that receivers would fall to me at pick eight. So I'm looking at running back here, 
And I know he's not up there with all the point scores, but on a points Here per game comes. basis, he's been doing it. Um, you know, playoff, playoff stretch is looking good. Give me Aaron Jones. I already took him. Aaron Jones already went. Already take him. Yep. We got the board up. Come on, Alex. That was yep. the whole I'm looking, reason. I'm looking right at the board, and I still <laughs> took Aaron Jones. Oh, boy. Okay. Then you know what? This guy's been good, too. Um, still looking at running back here. I was between these two, so this makes my decision easier. Give me Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. think he, he's, been, he's been great. Um, I was looking – yeah. I was, yep, I did not see you took Aaron Jones right before my Tyreek Hill pick. I was so excited Tyreek Hill fell to me, I forgot Aaron Jones. Hmm. <laughs> How does that even happen? It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it makes sense in my mind. <laughs> okay. Anything you want to add with him or no? Um, yeah, he's game script dependent, but he hasn't been game scripted out except for two games, really. The Falcons and Bucks. The Bucks were hard defense to play. Um, he's getting you touchdowns pretty consistently. He has nine on the season. He's going to get 1,000 yards as long as he stays healthy. Um, and then if I make it to the playoffs with team eight, you know, you're looking at the Falcons, Jets, Colts, Chargers, Dolphins, and all of them are beatable on the ground. Sure. All right. So for team nine, I am going to go Keenan Allen here. It defeats my, all my good nature to go, go about now. this. What's that? What'd you say, Alex? I just said, I don't think Keenan Allen, I, I didn't expect Keenan Allen over some of the other options there. No, I mean, the guy's getting almost every game. He's getting double-digit targets. Um, Herbert's loved him. He's been a monster PPR-wise. Um, he's averaging easily just about 20 points a week, if not more. Um, the guy's been the key of consistency. He's wide receiver three on the year. Um, he's been a monster. Yep. Yeah, so here I am probably inclined. Oh, this is a tough one because this is where it's starting to get interesting in the running back category. So you can go with Zeke and get the early production. Um, you can go with Eckler and go with the rest of the season. You can go with – now we're talking about, you know, Miles Sanders, Nick Chubb, who got banged up a little bit. And then you got Antonio Gibson on the running back board. I'm not going Gibson here. Um, I'm, right, you're not. I'm probably gonna go Stefan Diggs here. Nice. Ooh, I like that. You like that too? Yeah, good pick. Um, okay, pick eleven. Um, there's one player who can win you every single matchup you have. Go ahead and put Travis Kelsey on the board. I was hoping he fell. Yeah, I can't. I'm, get, I can't let a, him get past the turn. I'm not a tight end in the first round guy. I'd rather stream a tight end, in my opinion, than lose Not out. this on... year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is the only tight end because Kittle gets hurt, but it's just yeah. I'd rather have Darren Waller in the fifth, sixth round than Kelsey in the first. We're going three. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just thinking, you know, long-term on this team. Yeah, for sure. All right, so, back to back. His team 12, Ty. So here's an interesting one. Team 12, I obviously have the turn. Um, I think for this one, and I think this is going to ruffle some feathers, I think I'm going to take Metcalf here. Love that. I thought, honestly, I thought you were going to take Metcalf at nine. Um, it's I tough. almost went with him at 10. 
I know it's one of those. I'm staring at Hopkins down. I'm looking at guys. Um, I'm looking at guys like that. I mean, it was a toss up there. McLaurin's there, but I think he's going to be the most productive. He's been the most consistent. Obviously, Hopkins has had bigger weeks here and there, but Hopkins at the back end now is kind of falling off. So I, I think that Metcalf was the safer pick long term. He's obviously producing better. Um, I think he's safer. Yep, That's my thought. I think so. I, I think you're absolutely right, and I also think you pick again. So, I got to do this to you. No. I have to. I hate every fiber of my body hates this. I hate every fiber this. of your body, too. I know it does, because you were hoping it was just going to come around back to you, but he's not. No. Uh, I got to take Gibson. No. Why? You. Okay, good pick. I have to. In a perfect situation right now, obviously we don't know. He is right now top five in PPR. So how do I let him go get around the bend? I just got a top five back as of right now. And the first pick of the second round. That's a steal at this point. I, I think that. you know how I feel. I, I think it's a it's a great pick. And I, I know I'm you very do. Sad now. Next year will I be taking him in the top of the second round? No. But knowing how this year is going to go with all the injuries and, and everybody's been banged up and missing so many games and COVID and all this nonsense, yeah, I mean, Gibson right now, no-brainer at the top of the second round. Yep. Can't, I can't disagree. I can be sad, but I can't disagree. All right. So my team with Kelsey, looking at the draft board and, look, all these, you know, all these players are starting to look the same. and. You know, if I'm going to have a team with Kelsey, like you said, Tim, it, there's no advantage. You know, there's a huge advantage, but having a tight end in the first, you know, does hurt you. Unless you can take the number one running back coming into the season, Christian McCaffrey. So this is interesting because now you have to, uh, you know what happens. So yep. are you really drafting McCaffrey over Mike Davis knowing that McCaffrey misses seven, eight games? Yeah, I am, because I'm hoping that later in the draft I can grab a Mike Davis or just someone who's been consistent. But here's and, the thing. We know what ha- – everybody knows what happens, and sure. Mike, Mike Davis is y- – y- you're winning three weeks with McCaffrey, but you're losing the rest of them because now um, – you know some because uh, Davis is probably going to come off the board by the third round because everybody knows probably. what happens. Yeah, probably, but I think – you know, I think you can get – so much consistency out of Kelsey that I can wait because I'm still going to have good players to draft over the next few rounds. Right. Like I know we know what happens, but I still get good players. And now I have Kelsey basically as my top receiving option. I'll get, I'll get CMC for three weeks and then likely for the entirety of the playoffs. And my hope is that this team, if I get to the playoffs with Kelsey and CMC, it's, it, it feels over. It does. It just feels like that's the start of a draft that, you could dream of. Yeah. It's a risk. Yeah, it's certainly I, I a get risk. It. It's, it's the sexy pick here. I mean, down the stretch, if you, if you end up building a team that, yeah, you can wait and get Kelsey, uh, CMC to come back the stack with CMC and Kelsey. And hopefully whoever you pick here in the, in the third round is serves. It's not serviceable. It is somebody that's going to be able to carry you. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're almost at that point where you're at, the team's going to be a zero RB team and you're hoping for CMC late. For well, sure. yeah, here's the thing is CMC scored 30 points in three weeks each week. 
90 points in three weeks. So you can't argue it, especially with him hopefully coming back next week and you have the next five games or so, four games. Um, yeah. Make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, team 10, I put Diggs in the first round for this team. Looking at what's going on in the running backs, it's I'm contemplating here. Between, it's ugly from here out. It is. Well, it's only ugly in the running back room. Um, I went wide receiver first. So I looking at what's on the board, I either can choose from the early success from Ezekiel Elliott or the big games from Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Those are the top two running backs on the board, or you can either go probably Kareem Hunt or Mike Davis or because again, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to draft somebody who's only played five, six games here. Um, I'm going to go Ezekiel Elliott. I know it's he's been really bad the last three weeks, but the first five, six weeks of the year, he was averaging 25 points a week. Yeah, no, I think that's a great pick. Um, you know, they're going to, you're going to have a good team between, especially to start out Diggs and Zeke started out so hot this year. That yeah. You're you going to the first five weeks. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard to lose them for sure. Oh, I can't believe this just happened. I, between these last two picks, I thought this was going to be a no brainer. You guys left Hopkins on the board for me here. Well, just because, I mean, Hopkins has produced the exact same fantasy numbers as Stefan Diggs and Metcalf and Keenan Allen. So it's a cluster there. Um, I get that. But, but with the last two, the last three teams all needed running backs. Hence why it kind of slid a little bit, you know? So now this team, you're, you're talking about having Chase Edmonds or, or, James or Melvin Gordon is your number one running back in the third round coming back around. You right, know? But I mean, so I, I've got two top five wide receivers to carry me at this point. I, I'm okay with that. to getting a ton of production out of these guys when the bottom half of these running backs, they're all pretty much the same. They're all putting up RB2, RB3 numbers, and there's not really a big difference between any of them. So you can just get guys at, at the back. And if I have these two studs at the top, odds are that they're carrying me. And we've seen that in in the home league with Corey right now. Yeah. This is exactly his team. Yeah. So yeah, Alex, no, what do you got at eight? You took um, Josh Jacobs here. Yep. I had Josh Jacobs for my first pick on this team. Um, you know, I, we talk about sexy picks and, and I'm not sure that you can put this guy with the rest of the receivers we've drafted so far, but give me McLaurin. Um, I'll, I'll take scary Terry. You know, he's got 102 targets, 11 weeks or 12 weeks into the season. Um, he's already got 963 yards. The touchdowns aren't there, but Jacobs gets the touchdowns. I don't need McLaurin to be scoring. So it's yeah, interesting that pick there. McLaurin is one of the most loved teammates in the NFL. And a lot of people don't know that because he's in Washington. He's literally um, one of the most loved teammates in the NFL. He was he's a second year wide receiver who was just named captain of his team. He's he's getting recognition around the league with the players association. It's interesting. He's actually a player to really pay attention to with his personality. No, um, I didn't get any recognition for my rhyme. <laughs> um, so this team went James Robinson in the first round. Um, so the, you know, the wide receivers are starting to get thin. You know, the, the wide receivers are looking like Lockett, Thielen, Woods, Boyd, Ridley, Robbie Anderson. Allen Robinson. Um, 
or I could go quarterback with uh, Kyler Murray. Um, I'm going to go with Allen Robinson. I'm going to go with double Robinson here. James and Allen Robinson. Nice. And he, who are you, so you were between a few picks there, but what made you decide uh, A-Rob? Uh, because he's just been consistently – this team at, at the seven spot, you're getting 15, 15 to 25 points a week from both of those guys every single week, right? Yeah. You know, like there's another team where I had Diggs and Zeke. That team is either going to win a week or lose a week, right? This team is just going to be – you better outscore me. I'm not going to have a bad week, right? Yeah, you're kind of going with the same idea that I had going with uh... – with um, Kenan and Hopkins, where you're just getting the best available players with the most points yeah. at this point. Yep. Uh, so that puts me back with my team six. And, ugh, I mean, I started this team off with Adams. <clears throat> I don't love any of the run- running backs that are on the board still. Um, I guess... Here, I, I kind of have to go. Ugh, this sucks. I don't love this. For me, I guess I'm going to go here. I'm going to go lock it here. Again, taking the best available player on the board. Um, he's had some monster weeks. He's had some dud weeks. Um, but, but you have that consistent production with Adams. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, I mean, the, we've seen what this Seattle offense is. It's high octane. It's flying around everywhere. Um, we know he's going to have monster weeks. Um, again, same thing like my last team. We're, we're stacking two studs together, and I'll figure out running backs later. Yeah, I really like that. Um, that was a that was a good pick, especially Adams and Lockett. It's like a perfect combination of what you want. Um, all right, so I am up. I had Tyreek Hill in the first round. Um, man, this is like like you guys have been saying. It gets gets a little tough right here. It's a little shaky. Because a lot of these guys are producing, you know, a lot of the guys at the top right now are producing because other players have had injury. Um, so I don't want to draft injury again. So you know what? Give me the stack. Give me the Pat Mahomes and Tyree Kill stack um, to start out. Start are you going to leave team. us any Kansas City Chiefs? I am not. I'm doing my Doesn't absolute like best. <clears throat> yeah, so that team, Team 5, Hill and Mahomes to start the draft, and I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, um, so here – Took Aaron Jones with the team four. Oh, this one's tough. I'm going to probably, the, the best wide receiver on the board is either Thielen, Ridley, Woods, or Will Fuller. But Will Fuller is now done for the season. Um, I'm very surprised that you went Mahomes here because isn't Kyler out producing him? Not in one of the, not in the league I'm looking at right now. Mahomes has like a has sixty more points than Kyler at this point. Um, yeah, standard PPR league. Um, Mahomes is outscoring Kyler. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little different scoring than what I'm looking at. Um, I am going to go Nick Chubb. It's oh, a good pick. I was going to pick him. It's just, tough uh, because the reason he goes here is because he missed those four games. Yep, if he right. doesn't miss those four games, he's going at eight where Josh Jacobs went. Because, you know, if he didn't miss those games, he produces he's produced better than Josh Jacobs in the games he's played. Yep. Love it. Yeah, that's 
<clears throat> it's a good pick. This is one of those weird picks. It's tough again because we've had so many injuries this year. What what do you do? It's I don't know. It's it's a mess. It's a complete mess. It's really what it comes down to. Um, so this is my team again at pick three. Um, I started this one off with Henry. Um, with Henry being so consistent, I think I can kind of take a shot on the guy a little bit here. Um, I think that with his production, he started off real hot. And, I, I mean, he got banged up a little bit, tapered off a little bit here late at the end. But I think I'm going to go Calvin Ridley here. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, it's a solid pick. With Jones being banged up, Ridley's obviously leading that offense right now. Um, like I said, he started off so hot. He, he's – they're not always our wide receiver one numbers, but they're solid wide receiver two numbers. He's getting touchdowns. He's just involved in every aspect. Um, I think he's the best pick there for me. Yep, definitely. Can't argue that. Um, yeah, it's a good pick. Uh, all right, so team two started out with Kamara. So I can go a few different ways here. I can I can kind of double up on running backs, kind of looking at um, Edwards, meh, Lair. Um, also looking at receivers here. Uh, still a lot of receivers on the board left, so I think I'm okay holding out on a receiver. Um, and yeah, I think I want to do that. Yeah. You know what? I, I trust the production. Um, I'm going to get a top 20 week, just about every week. Give me Clyde Edwards, um, where I just keep taking Chiefs players from everybody else. So <laughs> yeah, I figured that was gonna, happening. I'm going to keep take, you know, I think Kamara and Clyde Edwards makes a good, a good combo to start the draft. And, um, you know, neither one of these guys are losing you weeks at this point. Um, you know, Edwards has had one or two meh games, but um, overall pretty good. It's tough because of the back end of this right now, these guys are struggling. But at yeah. the beginning of the year that they were so hot, that odds are with, with a team like that, you're going to start off real strong and, and kind of fade out as you get to the playoffs. And you may even struggle to get into the playoffs with, with a pick like that. Yeah, it's possible. Um, but you've got to trust that Hilaire gets the work um, over the next few weeks and the Chiefs have a great schedule. So. Sure. All right, so I took Dalvin Cook with this pick. Um, so I could go one of two directions. I can either go quarterback or I can go wide receiver here because I am not liking the running back. I don't, I'm not going to reach on a running back because I already have Cook. Uh, I have the back-to-back pick here. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with his teammate, Adam Thielen. Ooh, that's kind of who I was looking at there with, with Clyde Edwards. I was hoping he fell right back to me. And then the next pick, oh, this is tough. Because one of them's... Oops, looked at the wrong player. One of them started out so bad and then has been so electric lately. You know what? This one, I'm going to go with Amari Cooper. He's been surprisingly productive even without Dak Prescott. I like he, that pick. You know, he's well, over the last two weeks, 26 and 14. The week before that, he had 12. He had a bad week in, with one point. And then before that, 15, 24, 33, 18, 16, 18. He's been productive. And as my wide receiver, too, with Dalvin Cook 
that team's looking really good right now. Yeah, no, it is. That's that's a good looking team so far. Um, I love the Thielen pick. Cooper, you're right. He has been a lot better than than expected. Um, all right, so last pick for team two here. Started with Kamara and Clyde Edwards. And you know what? I'm just going to go for the boomer bust player at receiver. Um, maybe this guy can win me some weeks at the end of the year. I would like A.J. Brown, please. Really? Ooh. Yeah. I know I he's just... had a stretch of games where he hasn't been what you want, but he's also got a couple games in there where he, he can win you your week. Uh, you know, weeks, weeks five through, you know, weeks really five through nine, he, he scored quite a bit of points. Past two weeks, he's been productive. Um, and he's still, you know, he's still going to put up some numbers along the way. Um, this is an interesting one. Um, so I'm kind of taking the same approach with Tim had is that, so I've got the insurance with the running back at the top here with Henry. Um, I went Ridley as my wide receiver one. Here I'm going to go fuller. Um, obviously knowing that he's going to miss the rest of the year hurts, but we always say it that you got to make it to the playoffs and get, and then worry about it when you get there. And, now he's been locked in RB1, stud numbers 15 to 20 a week. Um, his production has been so hard to argue with at this point. Yeah, I mean, with this team, Henry Ridley Fuller, I would feel confident and say that I'm at least contending for, for the top three seeds at this point. Um, so this team at four went Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb. I can't believe he's still on the board. I'm going Robbie Anderson. I mean, mm. 29, 18, 11, 18, 20, 12, 13, 10, 15, 12, 23. It's, he's been a model of consistency this year. And it, it looks bad having him as my wide receiver one, but he's putting up wide receiver one numbers. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have. We're at the point of the season where you can look past the look of things, right? Um, no, it's yeah, a great I mean, pick. The, the numbers are the numbers, but it's not point. as sexy of a team as like you know, Kamara, Ch, or you know, Thielen, Cooper, Robbie Anderson's outproduced some of these guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure? Also, Anderson. yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Um, also, I like the Fuller pick. Just real quick. I know. Can, no, no, not even because it's Fuller. Um, but he's done for the year. He is done for the year, but you got him for 12 weeks, right? And then you just go to free agency. You've had 12 strong weeks out of your receiver, and then you just go to free agency in theory if this was a real, you know, this was a real draft or whatever. Um, all right. So I had the for team five, Hill, Mahomes. Um, I had that stat going. Should definitely look at a running back at some point. Um, we had a discussion today about some players. And I know I lose him for a good stretch of the season. Um, but, you know, I think that the Hill and Mahomes stack is, is so sturdy, I can take a risk. I can take a shot. So go ahead and give me – he's not drafted, right? Go ahead and give me Austin Eckler. Oh, over James Conner? Yeah, you know, I, he probably should have taken James Conner there. You he was, I was mine. No, I've already submitted. I've submitted my pick. I was looking at James Conner, and it's just not uh, not who I want. Okay. Ty, so you have Adams and Lockett. So, went over while you guys have been going back and forth here. And, yeah, I, I agree. I, I feel like i got to consider Conner here. 
Um, but at the same time, also looking at, and I think I'm going to go Ronald Jones here. Um, again, it's not the sexy pick. It's not the, the great pick. But Jones has been electric when he, when they give him the ball. Um, yeah. He's had just as many down weeks as, as Connor has, but his, but he's had more big weeks at this point. I mean, 10 out of the 12 weeks he's played, he's been fantastic. Right. It's a good pick. I mean, yeah, I agree. he feels like the safest pick here are the running backs that are left. Um, if they just keep feeding the ball, it could be – he could be great down the stretch. Um, and Connor's got COVID at this point, so we, he, we, we don't even know when he's going to be back. Yeah. So this team, team seven, uh, I have the Robinson stack. I have James and Allen Robinson. Um, personally, you know, let's see. Justin Jefferson's still on the board. Robert Woods is still on the board. What are you really going to go three wide receivers? I have James Robinson. Oh, you do have James Robinson. I'm sorry. Robinson, Robinson. So much indecision. Where are you looking? <laughs> this is we where can it starts to get tough right now. Yeah, we can help you. Who do you want? <laughs> Who are you d- between, Tim? Let us guide you. I- yeah. I'm actually really interested in going Kyler Murray here. Okay. Um, okay. I'm getting top five numbers at wide receiver, running back, and quarterback. I mean, then I can start filling out with depth pieces. The other options I have is, you know, Justin Jefferson, Robert Woods, um, Kareem Hunt. Oh, yeah, any of those last three guys I think would be a good, better pick than Kyler. I think so, too, because in a, sta- in a regular quarterback league, you know, you can get quarterback production the fifth, sixth round. So that's why I'm hesitant to go there. Um, I'm gonna go with Robert Woods, Bobby Trees. Bobby Trees. He's been a little inconsistent this year, more so than in years past. But, but with Robinson, with the Robinsons, I can I can take those down weeks and have and, and and win with his up weeks, right? So, you know, I, I actually really like that pick there. He was a guy that I was contemplating for a while too, and um. He's had some monster boom weeks we've seen, and obviously he's had some low floors, but for the most part, he's been consistent, and and you know what you're getting with him. He's been the same guy forever. Yep, definitely agreed. And he's getting more touchdowns this year, which is nice. Um, so my team eight here uh, started out with Josh Jacobs and McLaurin. Um, so in real drafts, I think we're, we all kind of abide by the same strategy. We want quarterbacks later because – we, you know, you don't always get the guaranteed production out of the top guys. That's like the main reason why you take later quarterbacks, so guys like Joe Burrow this year, stuff like that. Um, so I will take Kyler here because I get the guaranteed production week in and week out. And I can pair that with Jacobs and McLaurin and, and have a really strong start to every feels like every week with this team. Um, that's an interesting pick because I'm in the sense that I'm not taking quarterback in the first three rounds. Ever. That's just not what I do. Unless um, quarterback premium league, I won't. Yeah, exactly. Because like you sense. said a million times, they, realistically, between these top, let's see, between the top five guys, out after you get out of Mahomes, the top 
the next five are separated between 30 points realistically. So what are we talking about? It's three points a week. Exactly. So what's the difference? Sure. You know, but if, you know, sorry, go ahead. You have, you have Josh Allen, you have Russell Wilson, you have what Dak Prescott was doing. So, I mean, you know, with these quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Justin Herbert, yeah. you know, there's, yeah. so, there's such a, a close gap between all these guys. They don't set themselves apart as much if you look at it, you know, and even later, it, you know, the difference between you starting an Allen Robinson and a Cooper Cup is a lot bigger than you starting Tom Brady and Josh Allen. For sure. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. There's still other quarterbacks on the board, but there might be three other quarterbacks on the board that are worth a higher pick because of their consistency. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just for me, I, I do abide by the late quarterback um, draft for, for every draft I'm in. But I just wanted to have some fun and take some quarterbacks, guys. Come on. Hey, and this is a tough one, right? Team. Yeah. And, and, you know, the consistency you're getting with Mahomes and Kyler really can't be matched right now. Um, it's week in and week out, you're getting these monster games, except for last week against the Patriots for Kyler. That was not a good game. <laughs> no, no. Somehow. So, you have to be running. my pick. And I've got Keenan Allen and Hopkins here. Um, the smart pick would be for me to go running back here. Um, but. but yeah, I'm waiting for the butt. Yeah, but what are you going to do? But uh, but then at the same time, <laughs> there it is. there's guys on the board that are, that are outproducing any of the running backs that are even remotely available. So it's one of those things where we're like Justin Jefferson's on the board still. Um, we've said that. Mike Evans is still there. DJ Moore is still there. Um, there's these big-name guys that are there at wide receiver. But I think – Against my better judgment, I think I'm going to have to go running back here just because it, uh, after this third round, it's going to get to the point where we're really struggling to get fine guys. Um, I think here, oh, and I hate this, I think I got to go Connor here. So, yeah, so, for me, there's, That's a good pick. there's three running backs left on the board that I would really consider here. You go Connor, there's Hunt. And it's you know you have Mike Davis and you have Todd Gurley. Those are your four real options here. Todd Gurley has not been fun to watch, but <laughs> he has fallen into the end zone every single game. The guy averages 50 yards a game right now. In a touchdown. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So you know. At pick 10, that's really where I'm, I'm leaning. I could go with Justin Jefferson and have Zeke Diggs and Justin Jefferson, or I can ensure up my running back. Because after the fourth round, you know, you're, you're talking about guys like Devin Singletary and David Johnson, who's on IR, and Mostert, who missed half the season. I already had the uncertainty with the, middle, the, the last few weeks with Zeke. Um, I could go all in on weeks one through eight and go Mike Davis and just be eight and oh, and then fall into the playoffs by accident. But I'm going to go, 
I'm actually going to go with. So here's a toss up. I, I actually need you guys to help me with this one. I can go with Miles Sanders. Or I can go with David Montgomery. Laugh at David Montgomery all you want, but he's been producing yeah. very well. And look, you're you're missing weeks from Miles Sanders. And I'll just tell you, I'm taking Miles Sanders if you don't with my next pick. Um, no, it's, a, we, it's not a competition. Um, because I'm competing. David Montgomery I, has had a double-digit week every single week except for one. Yeah. So it's, it's a valid – it depends on what you need. And looking at your team with, with Diggs and Zeke, um, you know, maybe you do need a little more consistency, especially down the stretch because we know what, Zeke, what happens to Zeke midway through. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, the, the, if you if you match up the weeks, Montgomery actually doesn't produce that except for this week. Mm-hmm. The last three weeks with a bye week and in a and his one bad week, Montgomery didn't produce there. That's true. Um, that is true. To, to be honest with you, I, I don't think I would go. I would have went either one of these guys. I think I would have leaned more towards um, a guy like Kareem Hunt here, or like you said, um, Hunt hasn't been that good. He just he had two big weeks and other week he's been in single digits for like six or seven weeks. That's yep. not true at all. He started off the year 12, 24, 14, 19, 18. He, then he went seven, 19 and, and then nine. And then he had the bye week come back around and go 17, nine, six. Hunt's been very productive and very consistent. Five weeks of single digit numbers compared yeah. to Monty's four. But, all of mostly all of Hunt's production was weeks one through five. Yeah, out of the last yeah. five, out of the last six games, four of them have been in single digits. Sure. So when don't forget, when you get... falls off is when Kareem Hunt also falls off. Here I'm going Justin Jefferson because he's been so electric these there last. You go. Weeks. Yeah, he actually makes up for what I'm losing in Zeke in these last couple of weeks. Yep. Um, nope, I like that pick. I think Justin Jefferson makes a lot of sense. Um, you got Diggs replacement with Diggs. Very nice. Yeah. Um, all right, last pick on Team 11 here. Started out with Kelsey, uh, then went CMC. Um, I really can't afford to take a running back that's been out for a few weeks, but I think I'll try to survive. You're going to do it anyway, score. aren't you? I, I think he's just too talented not to take. Let me just do a quick scan. One, one second. I'm, I'm draft day tilting here. Hold on. Do you, you think that Todd Gurley is a good choice here because of his just straight line production around 12 to 15 points missing CMC? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, I want Sanders for the sexy upside pick, but I think you're right. Like, I don't want Gurley, but he's been consistent every single week, and it's been ugly, like you said, but he's scoring. Interestingly, <sighs> knowing okay. what we know, I think – that Sanders would fall another round or two where yeah. you could grab him later anyway. You're right. All right. Yeah. No, I think Tim makes a great point. Um, give me Gurley. I, I think that's a good choice for, for my team here um, with Kelsey and CMC. I get guaranteed production to try to fight my way into the playoffs um, and then win it all with CMC. Yeah. Um, I, I, go ahead, Tim. No, I, I was, I was going to go off the next pick. Yeah, I was going to make my – just a tidbit to see if you agreed. Yeah, be my guess. Uh, Mike Davis with the early, you know, Gibson didn't really start coming on until, you know, week four, week five, maybe. Um, as well as he has lately, 
with Metcalf and Gibson, you get the early production from Mike Davis where he, you know, that team goes, wins five or six games in the first six weeks. So I see where you're going with that train of thought, but at the same time, when you look at Gibson's numbers, yeah, he had a rough first week with six points, but then he comes back 12, 13, 22, 10, 9, 19. Um, so I, I'm not really all that concerned with the concern. time he's producing as well. I would, yeah, I think I, I would lean Hunt here because you're getting a guaranteed role. I know he hasn't been crazy good recently, but you're getting that guaranteed role throughout the season, um, plus a lot of production midway through the season. And you know you're going to have something at the end of the season where Mike Davis, you know, he's been great, but he also fell off the past few weeks. And when CMC gets back, you're not going to have him. So. To be honest with you, I, I think here I would I'm going to go a completely opposite direction here. Um, I, Metcalf and Gibson have been very well consistent in my book at this point. Um, they're both top ten options. They're both solid plays here. I think here I'm going to go Mike Evans. And I again I know it's everyone's going to look at me like I'm crazy. Yep. But yep, he's a guy that no his yardage hasn't been up, but he's been a monster with touchdowns right now. He's going. 20 he's what in the first let's see in the first eight weeks he's he's 11 touchdowns in 12 weeks exactly so i mean his production's there he's had some down weeks yes but mike evans has always had down weeks if i can get him in the third round um i love him because i mean he's gone 7 24 14 26 15 then he goes 2 5 which obviously hurts but again, I'm getting the consistency. The calf actually blows up. Right. So I'm getting the, the production there and then come back. He goes 16, 10, 19, 15, 20. So, I mean, he's had two two or three bad weeks. But outside that, he's been solid. And it's in the third round, I'll take those points. Because it's from here. I, and then you also have, would. It, we're not going to do the next round, but you would have the next pick in the draft. Exactly. Um, and, you know, now you're now you're addressing a need at running back or quarterback or going with Darren exactly. Wall or something like that. You know, you could go hunt here and now you have your top two running backs and wide receivers or, or Montgomery or exactly, or you can go Miles Sanders and you have some wiggle room here. I think the upside is, is better here than any of the running backs. And that's the only reason why I lean that way. Yeah. Good pick. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually not a fan of Mike Evans' personal bias. I probably should look past it at some point. Um, but yeah, no, it is a good pick. Eleven touchdowns in twelve weeks. You can't can't really beat that. So no, he's a red zone monster at this point. The yardage obviously isn't there, but you can't. It's the same reason like why you took took Gurley. The touchdowns are there. He's producing. So yeah. So is this what yeah. the draft board's going to look like come twenty twenty one? Absolutely not. <laughs> but in a perfect world, this is what it would have been this year. You're not taking James Robinson, the seventh pick in the draft? Right, there probably will be somebody that pulls that one, to be honest with you. Yeah, the person who grabbed Gardner in the first round for Bud Light is going to be still drinking all the Bud Light they had from Gardner <laughs> on their fantasy team, drafting no, James Robinson in the first. They drank all that already. That's, That's probably wild. true. Yeah, so all the brain cells they lost from drinking Bud Light, they're going to draft James Robinson seventh. I can't wait to be at the bar and somebody go, he was a smash year last year. He was a stud. Dad, blah, blah, blah. After they just drafted somebody. No, he ain't going to take that role. And I'm like, okay, buddy. You yeah. take him then. 
Just love the uh, thick Boston accent you laid on there. He ain't oh, gone. Remember, at Go the ahead. Atlantic, a bunch of bunch of old school Portuguese. That's who I'll be drafting with. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, that's what's gonna happen. But um, yeah, so you know, it's interesting because you know this next round is where the quarterbacks start coming into play. You have you have this those top the second tier of tight ends come into play. Um, and then now you now you would start matching weeks where guys go off and don't, and you know it would get interesting because again we have a crystal ball, so we know what's happening with these guys, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we're playing you know positive, uh, you know, Jesus's advocate, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, but, I don't know. How would that work? <laughs> oh man, you just would sent that, me into a spiral. Would that make me a disciple? I, I don't know. I don't know how this works. I'm not really uh, the. We're all oh, disciples we... of the fantasy football gods, guys. Yeah, they also, I... I sold my soul two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, for listeners out there, we actually have a crystal ball, so you should definitely listen at, in our in, in into our podcast here. I yes. mean, it's just science. I crystal mean, balls no, predict the future. You know, it, it, that's a great point because we, yeah. we know what's going to happen next week, so that's why you should listen in uh, every yep. soon and get our and, and in the off season, we're going to predict. Crystal ball your draft and win you a league. Yeah, you could be like Alex and have the highest points scored. Um, you could be like me and build a fantastic dynasty league, get the first pick in the draft, and then win the second year. Um, you know, and nope. we'll have it's all the answers. A whole boy. range of options. <laughs> you want to rebuild a, a, an orphan team like the way me and Tyler both have in two separate leagues? We can give you the the way the way to do that as well. And you know, so definitely listen in, and you can always reach us at social media, um, the wire FFB on Twitter and Instagram. And then Alex, if you want to shoot your Twitter handle out as well, cause we haven't done that enough. No, keep it as your Twitter, Twitter handle. Two well, Casa, me Casa. Alex, I think it is. Yeah. There's one for just me. It's FF underscore Alex underscore R, but go follow the wire. That's more important. Yeah. yeah I'm not a good follow. I just, I go on. If there you want to read about Will Fuller, Antonio yeah. Gibson and Matt Stafford. That's the place to go. I haven't tweeted about Matt Stafford because he's been terrible this year. Yeah. We'll Joe Burrow, that. though, I tweet about. Yeah. What are you gonna do now? No Burrow, no Fuller. Like, what? What are you gonna talk oh, about? Oh, it's Gibson. It's baseball. Oh, great. So it's just gonna be Gibson for the next five weeks. That's what we're getting. Yeah. It's gonna be Gibson. Draft. Yeah, and then it's gonna be baseball season. Yep, it's baseball season. We're, we're I can't wait because I'm so tired of listening to you talk about Gibson. Well, you shouldn't be. You should go watch him, and you would know. Well, all right. Wait, wait, before we before we waste any more time, uh, that's all we have for this week for the Crystal Ball Draft episode. Um, you, you got our social media. Um, check us out next week. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. See you.